good day to be indigenous. Get up, stand up. They are going to become more brutal. Couldn't cut, didn't cut again. Because all the hippies were trying to be Indians anyway. They're going to become more repressive because it's a matter of dollars and their illusionary concepts of power. Hey, Victor. We must live in balance with the earth. And also with recent happenings at Wounded Knee. I am awake. Welcome to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Wakanja Hade. Hey, Kadagi to all my friends and relatives in four directions. You're listening to Native Ritz Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Robert Pilot. Hey, we discuss local and national Native news and events. And as you know, Haley, Native issues are human issues, and human issues are Native issues. You are right, Robert. This portion of the show is supported by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Hey, we got our guest on, and our guest is Mary. Uh, let's just start right off here. We have Mary Fadash, and she is uh, the Friends of the Black River Forest. And we're going to be talking about the Kohler Andre State Park and all the confusion and, ment- and craziness with that. Mary, uh, thank you so much for coming on again. Uh, thank you, Robert. It's good to see you again. Thank you. Thank you so much. Hey, we have an event coming up, and let's talk a little bit first about uh, your organization and what's been going on the last few years or quite a few years uh, with this pending golf course. And uh, uh, let's talk about uh, your organization real quick. Okay. Um, neighbors in the Black River Forest area of the town of Wilson, which is in Sheboygan County, Uh, got together over 10 years ago to talk about uh, the news of an impending uh, proposed Kohler Championship golf course, which would be uh, to the um, adjacent to the Kohler Andre State Park. And we all love this area so much. We were, to tell you the truth, we were just flabbergasted that um, this area, which is pristine, it's one of the, it's, it is the last untouched uh, piece of landscape with so many unique characteristics along the Wisconsin Lake Michigan shore. Um, We were so surprised, but we decided that we would follow the process with our town board and make sure that the proper environmental studies were done of the impacts of the course, which um, we then took to the courts and challenged the wetland fill permit that the Kohler company was awarded by the DNR. And that permit was revoked in 2018 by an administrative law judge. And the Kohler company then appealed that revocation to the circuit court and that circuit court Uh, upheld the revocation of the wetland fill permit. So as I said, uh, we've been doing this for over 10 years. Um, Our first litigation, I believe, our first suit was around uh, 2014. It was, as I said, it was heard in a contested case hearing in 2018. So we've continued to work on this. The, The wetland fill permit doesn't exist. And uh, the Kohler Company has appealed uh, to the appellate court for a review of the circuit court's revocation. And that has been uh, pending in the appellate court for about two years. So that part of our challenge uh, is currently in the appellate court. The second part of our challenge is that the uh, Department of Natural Resources Um, asked the Natural Resource Board, which um, oversees the DNR, to take six acres of parkland out of state conservation inventory and uh, give it to the Kohler Company. And we refer to that as the land swap. Out of the land swap um, decision by the DNR to allow the land to be taken out of inventory and then traded, with the Kohler company, out of that came a land exchange agreement 
signed by Scott Walker, the DNR and the Kohler Company. And uh, this is what our event relates to. It relates to us going to the governor's office with our petition uh, to send this land exchange agreement back to the Natural Resources Board for review and nullification. And so that's what we've been doing. We, and it's incredible that it has, it really has been over 10 years that wow. we have been working on this. Wow. Well, uh, that's awesome that you're still working on this and, uh, but it's, uh, crazy that it's been 10 years. Uh, so let's talk a little bit, uh, quickly and we'll bring this up again. Um, you got a rally coming up here on November 16th. Let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah, um, out of this land swap that uh, we contend uh, parts of were illegal and ignored uh, the DNR's own rules, mm -hmm. out of that came this land exchange agreement. And um, this land that was given to the Kohler Company to build a maintenance complex, 22,000 square foot maintenance complex, and to cut a road through parkland to get to the Kohler proposed golf course. Um, those acres that the DNR gave to Kohler landowners in the 19, uh, middle 1960s for the purpose of adding it to the park. Mm -hmm. And it was paid for in part by Land and Water Conservation Act funds. So uh, the, the purpose of this uh, um, meetup at the Capitol is not only to uh, present our petition to Governor Evers to have this exchange uh, reviewed, but it is. Uh, we just we just lost you, Mary. Um, I don't know if your mic's muted or what. Um, can, can you hear Haley? No, I cannot. I cannot hear you, Mary, and I do not have a feed from our station either. Oh, well, that's 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 probably why we can't hear. Uh, interesting. That's uh, we're ha we're having a uh, on November sixteenth at one p.m. They're going to be giving the governor uh, a petition, and the petition will. Um, you know, want them to stop this land swap, correct, uh, Haley? And uh, so the Friends of the, the Black River Forest, which Mary is the CEO of. Yeah, uh, the president. The president, right. And we're getting um, some traction here with, a, with a, an event here uh, that that's happening again, November 16th at 1 PM. Um, really interesting We're we looks like we lost our, uh, Facebook live, uh, feed from the station, but I think we're still on Haley. Um, we've had Mary on before and, uh, her group's very passionate of what's happening and what, what's going on. And, uh, we really appreciate them coming on. Mm -hmm. Uh, well, yeah. And you know, when you're taking land from a state park and, you know, isn't that kind of defeating the whole purpose because a state park is to preserve and protect the land and the wildlife and everyone around it. And, you know, taking that land away and putting a golf course there. I mean, how many more golf courses do we need? Well, golfing is uh, losing traction too, for one. And for the other, uh, I think uh, a golf course is like one of the worst things for the environment uh, other than they might have some trees hanging out, uh, and, uh, maybe put up a, a sign there because we got people on Facebook saying they can't hear us. Uh, we can go to, uh, take a quick commercial break. Do that and, uh, come back and, uh, make, well, let's, let's do that and, and uh, come back and uh, make things happen. So, hey, we're listening. You're listening to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and let's take a quick, short break, and then hopefully we can get back with Mary and um, talk more about this event coming up. We'll be right back. This is Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake. With morning. 
If the statistics say that one in three Native women and one in six Native men have experienced sexual assault in their lifetime, it don't stand by, CD is affected by sexual violence. One is too many. Don't stand by, stand up. Don't engage in acts of sexual violence and shut down the dirty jokes, the gossip, the victim blaming and shaming. As a community, we can change the way we respond. Contact the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition to attend a workshop to learn more. Sponsored by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Are you thinking about college? Consider checking out Minnesota Private Colleges. These 18 nonprofit institutions keep the focus on students with small classes and professors who will get to know you. You'll find students from all backgrounds, and no two colleges are alike. And when it comes to cost, they're more affordable than you think. Find the college that's right for you at mnprivatecolleges.org slash possible. mnprivatecolleges.org slash possible. Back to school season is here. And while this is an exciting time for parents, kids, and educators, let's not forget how far we've come in our battle against COVID-19. We're in a better place, but COVID-19 is still here, and we need to continue to help protect our communities. With the flurry of new schedules and classrooms, let's not overlook the fundamentals of staying safe. Wash your hands regularly and watch for any symptoms like fever, chills, a cough, or shortness of breath. Should you or someone you know have COVID-19 symptoms, stay home and get tested. Find more tips on continuing to be safe at health.state.mn.us. Let's have this back-to-school season be a time of renewed commitment to our collective health and brighter future for our Native communities. Again, find more tips on continuing to be safe at health.state.mn.us. This message is brought to you in partnership with the Minnesota Department of Health. You're listening to Native Roots Radio. This is Spirit from Reservation Dogs. Get up and listen. Welcome back to Native Ritz Radio Presents. I'm awake and this is Robert Pilot. Avenue in St. Paul, bringing you only the best coffee, roasted to perfection. Hey, if you're watching us on Facebook or YouTube, it seems as though we have lost our feed from the station uh, at AM 950. So, uh, Yes, I think we are just streaming as of right now, Robert. Well, we're on the airwaves, but we're not getting uh, any traction here on uh, on uh, StreamYard and YouTube and Facebook. So, yeah, uh, one of the things that I think is really important to talk about why we uh, are waiting for our live feed here is uh, these are the kind of things that Native Roots Radio really jumps into. I mean, uh, we want to amplify what's going on, especially to, to Mother Earth and what's happening and uh, injustice uh, with, our, with our Mother Earth and Father Sky. Um, uh, putting up a golf course is just, <laughs> it's just one of those things where, it's hard to believe and they've been struggling with this you know for um 10 years and uh i don't I, it's just disheartening too but i guess what i meant to do uh, say to mary when before we got uh, her kicked off was that um i'm glad they're still doing it even though it's 10 years yeah still still making that resistance and and fighting the good fight. I mean, yeah, it's unfortunate that stuff like this has to take this long. You know, I remember just talking to you before the show, Robert, and I was like, well, I think they've been at this for multiple years, and I think maybe seven, but then Mary was like 10. I'm like, Mm -hmm. wow. You know, this is exactly why we have to keep at this work and build our numbers over time and build our strength and unity to just come at them, you know, a bigger force. Well, and there's things too, and not to speak for Mary, but, you know, just uh, uh, allowing the state of Wisconsin to give away a valuable and uh, ecological rare state park publicly property to a private company for their personal uh, business and profit use is wrong and is the worst kind of precedent to set. Um, the public expects their DNR to preserve and enhance our state parks for us and uh, 
other public lands and to protect our water quality and rare wetland habitats for the benefit of all Wisconsin citizens. And, um, you know, that's from that's a quote from James uh, Butchholz, a former 26-year superintendent of Kohler Andre State Park. And, you know, it, it seems to me every time we talk about the DNR, this is what we're talking about. The DNR is not working for the better of the uh, better of the people and better of the you know the the way lands are. I mean, look at how we started the show is with Standing Rock, and that was all about the water too. And and the DNR was okaying these things, and the same thing with Line Three up in up in northern Minnesota, uh, Embridge uh, Foreign Company coming in and dictating um, where these pipelines are going, and we all know that pipelines leak. So, Exactly. And when we're talking about golf courses, too, the maintenance and, you know, lawn care that they go through yeah. on those courses and all those chemicals and the water runoff, I mean, there just can't be anything good about that. You know, and there's a, a, a uh, I want to say there's a... Um, petition out there allowing a land exchange agreement to stand can set a precedent for our state parks and can be used as a bargaining chips uh, by any administration and then they want you to sign this this petition and we can get that out there too uh, Kohler Andre State Park um, which has been doing great things as a state park for many years and uh yeah, it's uh, a golf course, and then the land exchange is is ridiculous. You know, if you know anything about the land exchange uh, that Kohler wants to exchange for the state park, it's like an old abandoned abandoned uh, looks like a, a a big pig farm or something, and that's yeah, that's not. There's a bunch of like old buildings that they gave them in this exchange. I mean hikers campers i mean this is not land that's they that they can benefit from or use at all so yeah exactly i think we got mary back on mary uh I, we've been reading your press release uh while we were um off facebook and uh and uh youtube but uh thanks for coming back on and uh this is just ridiculous. Uh, you know, we're a golf course is probably one of the worst uh, things to do for Mother Earth and Father Sky, and uh, we're just behind you a hundred percent. Thanks very much. Yeah, so maybe we can uh, talk about the event again. Uh, let our people know a little bit about the event because we got another. We got about five minutes left in this segment with you, Mary. Okay. Sure. Well, um, we are meeting uh, supporters at the Capitol at 1 o'clock this coming Thursday, November 16th. The Sierra Club uh, supporters will be there helping out with a short rally at the State Street entrance. And then after that, we may have, we may have a couple of speakers at the rally. Uh, the the um, people will walk up to the hallway outside the governor's office and we'll have some people speak there and uh, we'll be doing a press release. We expect, you know, a pretty good crowd. We're a very small grassroots organization. But um, as I said earlier, uh, the word is starting to get out that... Uh, when Governor Evers leaves office, the issue is, as you just read, Robert, that any state park is open for to be traded or sold depending on um, whoever decides to become involved in it. Uh, in this case, um, it was Governor Walker's administration. Mm. Uh, we we certainly um, don't have evidence of communication that Governor Walker was um, in any way 
attempting to impact this. Uh, we do know that the Kohler representative did write uh, Governor Walker asking him to, what's the word I would say, smooth over the regulatory process. Yeah. And it has come up. Uh, some DNR staff have spoken publicly since the time that we were, you know, trying to get the word out uh, that they have, they, they did feel pressure within the DNR to approve this wetland process um, or the wetland permit. So there have been a lot of things that, um, you know, we have come up against uh, not only our local government, but the city uh, government of the city of Sheboygan, the state, and also the federal government. But anyway, I digress. Uh, after our press conference, um, as I said, we may have a couple of speakers there. Senator Larson will be speaking, I believe, at the rally outside on the Capitol steps. And then at 3 o'clock, we're going to have a party and a rally at the Lazy Oaf Lounge in Madison. And we're going to have live music and uh complimentary food and beverages and we've got a lot of young people that would like to speak and I think it's going to be a lot of fun and because people are starting to write and ask about the event and you know this isn't the easiest thing to get out when you're a small group and you are challenging a very large private company yeah. with with a lot of you know a lot of money so um having said that you know i am looking forward to seeing quite a few supporters because um we we just need to get this out there um governor evers um a good deal of money for our state parted um a good deal of money for our state parks. Mm -hmm. However, when he goes out of office and these parks right. can be sold or traded by um, another person in the administration or a legislator or anybody who has influence, um, all of that good work is undone. Well, that's, so, Mary, that's a really good point because I don't think he's running again. He's going to be, what, 74 in the next election, something like that? I don't believe he's running again. Hmm. You know, I, I, don't, I don't know either. Um, I know he has a campaign manager. Um, but, yeah, I, I think that, that we have to think about that. He may be reticent to take action, but... All he has to do is send it to the Natural Resources Board to look at it and and correct the illegalities. Yeah. Hey, thanks for coming on and uh, being patient with us. You know, technology is <laughs> a tricky thing. Uh, so, again, uh, November 16th, quickly, uh, Facebook, uh, uh, email, website. Can you give that out real quick? Um, friends blackriverforest.org is our website and that has the event information on it friendsblackriverforest.org Peeny Gigi for all you do for Mother Earth and Father Sky we really appreciate you coming in have a, have a good day and a good, a good time we'll be right back after the short Thank break you. with state, former state representative Ruth Buffalo stay with us Minnesota has the only original wolf population in the continental United States. And 80% of Minnesotans believe the wolf should be protected. Howling for Wolves is asking Minnesotans to respect our true wildlife manager, the wolf. Their survival is critical to our ecosystems, our communities, and even our economy. As highly intelligent animals with strong social bonds, Minnesota wolves deserve to be protected and admired. Learn more at howlingforwolves.org. Let's, Let's live, live and, and let, let howl. howl. JNS Bean Factory is a native-owned, community-supported, cozy, artsy coffee shop which offers roasted on-site beans, live music, and baked goods. Relax in the beautiful outside patio. City Pages writes, voted top 10 coffee shops. Tucked into a quiet corner of St. Paul's Highland Park neighborhood, this coffee shop roasts beans on-site from the best coffee-growing countries in the world. 
located at 1518 Randolph Avenue, St. Paul. The good stuff. Hi, I'm Claudia with Minsure, Minnesota's official health insurance marketplace. With Minsure, you can compare health plans from multiple companies and get free help from a trusted expert. Whatever health plan you choose with Minsure, it's guaranteed to cover essential benefits so you can get the care you need. See if you qualify for discounts available only through Minsure. If you need quality, comprehensive health insurance, get started now at Minsure.org. Are you ready to make a difference? Better Futures Minnesota is calling on you to join their Breaking Barriers to Employment fundraising campaign during Give to the Max, now through November 16th. Better Futures Minnesota provides job training and essential support to a population of men who have been locked out of society, living in chronic poverty with histories of incarceration, persistent unemployment, untreated mental illness, addiction, and homelessness. Your tax-deductible donation, no matter the size, can help break down the barriers to employment and pave the way for brighter futures. Let's stand together as a community and show our support. Visit BetterFuturesMinnesota.com and click the Give to the Max button at the top of the page to contribute to this vital cause. Your dollars will directly impact someone's journey to employment. Your support can change lives. Please act today. Visit BetterFuturesMinnesota.com and make your tax-deductible contribution before or on November 16th. Thank you, Minnesota, for your generosity. Hi, this is Gina. Matthew, I will not read this next line. I'll be your snookum-wookums. Fine. My husband is the sexiest radio host in Minnesota, Matt McNeil. Dang straight. When it came time to replace my vehicle, I wanted an option that was safe in the environment. I wanted a hybrid. My RAV4 hybrid is a greener vehicle without sacrificing style and comfort. I love my Toyota hybrid. Toyota hybrids are incredibly fuel efficient. Test drive one today at Rudy Luther Toyota, 394 and 169 in Golden Valley. With a look at your AM 950 weather, I'm Patrick Lilia. Clearing skies tonight with a low of 37, then sunshine Wednesday with a high of 58. Vinaigrette can add the perfect complement to your next home-cooked meal. Taste test their wide selection of oils and vinegars and they'll bottle it for you right on the spot. Vinaigrette is located at 50th and Xerxes in South Minneapolis. Check them out at vinaigrettemn.com. Hi, I'm Jane Fonda, and you're listening to Native Roots Radio. And we're back to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by Native Roots Radio Network on Patreon. Support honest Native news from Natives themselves. Native Roots Radio Network on Patreon. Right on. Hey, we're here with former uh, state representative, North Dakota State Representative Ruth Buffalo. And Ruth, you seem busier than ever, and we really appreciate you being able to uh, stop with us and check in. We It's been a while since we talked to you, and we always appreciate uh, your uh, what you bring to the table and uh, and your updates of what you're doing. You're a doer, Ruth, and Peeny Gigi, thanks a lot for being on. Lots of good odds. Thank you for having me. Well, maybe we can talk about a little bit what you're doing today and uh, and uh, what you're down in New Orleans and uh, talk a little bit about that and uh, and the other things that you got going on. Sure. Um, yeah, I'm here in New Orleans for um, NCAI. I uh, was invited to come down to attend the Violence Against Women Task Force or VAWA Task Force um, and to hear updates and then also... Um, an update on the Not Invisible Act Commission was given um, today and then also tomorrow during the General Assembly, um, there will be a, a shawl ceremony honoring um, the missing children from boarding schools and survivors and then also MMIP um, survivors and families as well. Wow. And uh, that's important. Did uh, the Invisible Act Commission, which you're a part of, can you tell our audience a little bit uh, more about that? Sure. Um, yes, the Not Invisible Act Commission is a legally mandated body um, that was put into motion, um, so to speak, by uh, now Secretary Deb Holland. Uh, it was a federal piece of legislation that was led and shepherded by uh, then Congresswoman Deb Holland. Um, at the time, there were four uh, Native Congress uh, members uh, who got behind the bill, uh, Sharice Davids being one, a representative U.S. Representative Sharice Davids of Kansas being one, and then um, 
for total bipartisan support. Um, so the Not Invisible Act Commission is tasked with addressing the missing and murdered Indigenous persons or MMIP, um, missing and murdered Indigenous peoples um, and human trafficking crisis. Yeah. Wow. And again, I just uh, I really appreciate you coming in and giving us an update. This is so important and uh, your work has been so important. And it's really, like I said earlier, you're a doer and I really appreciate you coming on and, and telling us all about the good work you're involved with and support. So I, I again, um, this is so important and there's so many reasons why. I, I also, uh, you were uh, on a, a PBS segment, too. Uh, let's talk a little bit about that. I, I know uh, it's funny, uh, Ruth, I got to just say this real quick. It was the fifth anniversary of Woman of Nations uh, wrestling match. And I think that was the <laughs> first time I ever met you in person. I just wanted and it's grown so much. They had like 3,000 people there for this one and made over $60,000 for that woman's shelter. But I just wanted to throw that out there. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, that was a that was a pretty cool event to attend. It was my first, first time attending an event like that and pretty amazing to see the amount of money that was raised for uh, our shelter, you know, our relatives that that do need shelter um, and safety and protections. Um, I think of the the creativity that goes into those types of fundraising efforts and the the good-hearted people behind those efforts and the cause, you know, to to really support those causes. And um, I was thinking of even the uh, medicine wheel riders, you know, the women. Uh, who ride motorcycles um, through the Black Hills to raise awareness mm -hmm. for MMIW, MMIP. Um, and they also have a, a documentary coming out there soon as well. But um, yeah, pretty good to see the creativity of being in spaces that um, kind of like unlikely spaces that we're not really, um, that are just a little bit different <laughs> to, to be in, I guess, you know, like the the, the event you mentioned um, and then also, you know, people who are doing, I just um, want to lift up those types of efforts because it's creative and it's, it's kind of thinking outside of the box. So love it. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. And that was the first time I met you. And I remember I was nervous and I had at the time state representative, Mary Kunish, uh, you for the show. And uh, I just I just held the phone and that was really fun and that was uh, awesome to meet you at that event and uh, um, yeah creativity that's that's where it's at and uh, people enjoy things but also in support in supporting uh, things that matter to us that's really huge and uh, good luck to them and uh, they were on the show this last week but it was kind of fun I was in New York so I couldn't make the event but wow um, they keep on going every year. Yeah, I, before I forget too, I was going to mention a quick um, plug for Mary Catherine Nagel. Um, she was able to zoom in uh, via Zoom to the VAWA task force meeting today. Um, and she also gave really good update on uh, different cases that we should be paying attention at the federal level um, that will be directly impacting all of us, um, you know, within our respective communities and regions and across the country. But she also mentioned that she has a, a new play coming out as well. So I'm trying to kind of get those information, those details down, but it's amazing to see her. And I think of her with creativity. Uh, we both were on the first, sat on the very first, or participated in the very first MMIW congressional hearing. And one of the uh, Congress members shared he said yeah i watched this uh this playwright or this film this play about um women and and this this crisis that that you're facing and and she we all looked at her like that's her she's that's her <laughs> play that you're talking about you know so he it was like he the congress member was like really uh struck and surprised that she was actually the the mastermind behind that play and she was and she's a lawyer you know so it's it's cool to see that that creativity and and reaching the masses in different different creative ways to uh get our message across that you know our our people need protections and deserve to live in safe and healthy communities just like the next person absolutely and uh one of the things that i remember interviewing a uh 
uh, a lawyer that worked for Robbins Kaplan, and he mentioned uh, being a white person. Somebody told him at a powwow that look at the dancers; they are all beautiful. He was saying, and that one out of three of these young women will be. Uh, abused one way or another and those statistics need to be uh, brought up and put up because uh, and talked about because that's our our relatives and and I think that's a lot of the work that you've been doing most recently but forever really thank you yeah I mean I think it's just trying to be a good relative and carry forward the work that a lot of people cleared the path for us, you know, to try to continue, as they say, moving the needle forward, you know, for justice. But it's, yeah, definitely a long haul. And I mean, it would be nice for us to, um, you know, be able to relax or, you know, to, I always joke and say, yeah, it would be cool just to like chill and, and drink lemonade by my mom, next yeah. to my mom's garden in Mandaree, you know, <laughs> with clean soil, clean air, clean water. But and all the things, you know, that the next person has. But yeah, definitely um, just want to make sure that we commend and lift up the people who have gone before us, who are no longer here, um, who literally died, you know, fighting no. for the protections that we could have um, to be here, to, to be thriving. And as they say, you know, better days ahead. So. Well, I also want to uh, mention this too, uh, and I probably did, but I masked it with a whole bunch of other questions to you, so sorry about that. But uh, there's a PBS segment, uh, Woman Rule, that came out November 7th, and I do believe people can jump on to their PBS uh, sites and, and look at uh, older uh, documentaries. Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. Um, yeah, the Native America series, they are being broadcasted and live streamed now via um, PBS. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, our segment, I believe it was the last in this series, um, uh, and it was called Women Rule. And it was led by a young Native woman um, producer. It was her very first production. Um, so we're pretty excited to, excuse me, get behind her and support her. Um, and so throughout the process, excuse me, I believe all of us um, women, I believe we're all older than her. <laughs> we were, you know, without really having that conversation of, you know, how old are you? But um, <laughs> it just felt really, it felt like a strong um, organic or organic, no, just kidding, um, like res dogs, but like, um, <laughs> like he, it, it just felt like a really um, natural sisterhood, you know, with, you know, just really clicked with every um, everyone, especially Paige, the producer, and was really I was really honored to uh, to be included. My family, my community, um, were very honored to be included in the in the per project uh, called Women Rule. It features uh, four women, four Native women, four Indigenous women, a Native fashion designer, um, an environmentalist. Uh, activist uh, from Florida, the native fashion designer from California, and then a uh, native uh, artist and musician from Oklahoma. Um, wow. and so it's it's pretty cool, um, pretty amazing, and uh, really love the animation too within the the uh, series. And so if you're able to watch it, um, they are having they are hosting two community screenings uh, this week, Thursday in Bismarck. Um, at the Thursday Bismarck Public Library at 6 p.m. Uh, the North Dakota Human Rights Art and Film Festival is hosting that screening. And then the following night, Friday at 6.30 at the Sacred Pipe Resource Center, they're hosting another uh, community screening of the, the segment. Wow, that's exciting. Hey, have you been uh, up in Minnesota lately? Gosh, yes. I mean, we, we're so busy. I mean, we travel a lot, but been meaning to try to get over to at least the Mississippi headwaters. Um, it's such a beautiful area and we wanted to try to make it back there during the fall to see the beautiful change in the leaves and things, but um, haven't gotten out over there recently. I know we were, uh, you know, in Minneapolis or surrounding areas early fall um, for my son. He's, uh, you know, um, eats, sleeps and dreams eat, sleeps, and dreams basketball. <laughs> so, yeah, he's yeah. We're pretty excited uh, for his upcoming uh, season. But, yeah, we'll definitely be 
throughout Minnesota um, when basketball season starts. Well, and you being a former basketball great, too, I always want to mention that. Uh, I got to meet over the years people you played with that are uh, something about playing basketball and being a leader. Uh, they go hand in hand, don't they, Ruth? I guess, yeah, I, I guess so. I mean, I don't want to say I guess so, but yeah, I, that sounds about right. <laughs> right on. Hey, I want to say thank you so much for spending time with us. Uh, it's really great to see you and hear hear from you. Um, keep up the great work, and let's uh, check in sooner. Uh, we've missed you. Uh, thank you. Mazagadads. Appreciate it, and thank you for all that you do. <laughs> thank you. Former uh, State Representative of North Dakota, Ruth Buffalo, thank you so much for coming on. This is Native Ritz Radio Presents. I'm awake. Stay with us. Minnesotans age 65 plus might qualify for Health Partners Minnesota Senior Health Options. The plan includes personal support, coverage for medical prescription drugs and dental, plus over 30 extra benefits. Eligibility information is available at healthpartners.com slash one plan. Health Partners is a health plan that contracts with both Medicare and the Minnesota Medical Assistance Medicaid program to provide benefits of both programs to enrollees. Enrollment in Health Partners depends on contract renewal. Unveil the captivating world of native photography at the Minneapolis Institute of Art. Their new exhibit, In Our Hands, Native Photography 1890 to Now, turns the camera around and puts native photographers in control, featuring hundreds of photographs captured by generations of First Nations, Métis, Inuit, and Native Americans. You'll view the world through their lens, revealing the beauty and complexity of indigenous heritage. Don't miss this incredible experience. Visit In Our Hands at the Minneapolis Institute of Art, now through January 14th. For more info, visit artsmia.org. Be a vaccinative. As the fall season continues, new COVID-19 variants threaten the health of not just you, but our elders as well. These new variants might even evade previous vaccines. That's why it's important to stay up to date. The newly authorized vaccines target current variants effectively and are FDA approved for ages six months and older. But there is an important note. These are the first COVID vaccines to be commercialized, which means there may be costs associated with them. Speak with your health insurer about your coverage before scheduling an appointment to avoid a surprise bill. For those without health insurance, help is available. Ask your health clinic about options or visit vaccines.gov for free locations. Getting vaccinated protects you from severe disease. Don't put yourself or elders at risk. So be a vaccinative and protect our community. You can visit vaccines.gov for free vaccine locations. This message is brought to you in partnership with the Minnesota Department of Health. This portion of the show is supported by Howling for Wolves, protecting wolves for future generations. Would you let animals pick your insurance? You really- How? Oh. Oh. Anyways. Hey, uh, this is Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake and... Uh, you know, sometimes technology is a funny thing, Haley, and um, it's it's always interesting. I always uh, I used to teach film and video, and we did a lot of, of course, nonlinear editing. And if the student had like a bad attitude or something, a lot of times when you're in a hurry or you're stressed out, it's weird. Like the because we're made out of uh, electric too, you know. Um, that it, it, it messes with the computers and other things I've found over over time. So uh, it, that's true. It's it's always it's always it's always different. You know, it's always hard to uh, to uh, you know you get stressed when it, it's like a, a cycle. It's uh, piles on when you get stressed about something that's going on, and then you get stressed more, and then the computers and the airwaves feel that. So. That's right. put some tobacco out after this show, and and everyone will be feeling better and uh, doing things. Hey, I I just got to say this about uh, former Representative Ruth Buffalo. Uh, she texted me and wanted to know if she was supposed to stay on or whatever. But I I just have to say this is that you know um, our schedule is always fluid with uh, with guests, and it seems like whenever we need a guest on, and I can text her whether it's a minute before or 10 minutes before or hours before Ruth is always um comes on uh, comes on the show 
Right. Yeah, Ruth is great. She's a great one. Um, anyways, there is something that I saw, Robert, in the news today. Um, and this is coming from the Native Organizers Alliance, actually. So this was posted five hours ago. The Biden-Harris administration and the National Fish and Wildlife Foundation, as well as public and private sector partners, announced today that $141.3 million in grants through the America through the America the Beautiful Challenge, also ATBC, will create 74 new grants that will support landscape scale conservation projects across 46 states, three U.S. territories, and 21 tribal nations. According to the DOI's website, America the Beautiful is spotlighting the work to restore, connect, and conserve 30% of lands and waters by 2023. Wow, that's... Uh Let's see if I got the right button here, you know. There's some cheering going on here. <laughs> I like that. That's a good one. Right on. But yeah, I mean, that just goes hand in hand, um, talking about uh, saving our natural resources, saving our land, protecting Mother Earth and Father Sky. Um, yeah, it's a hard race and it's a tough battle, but there are things that are being done and there are wins. You know, it's not all losses. Um and right. It's good to focus on the good things and the wins that we do have, such as this. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And I think about that, too, because Governor Evers really needs to um, do something about this. But also, he's done so much, too. So there is that balancing, you know, in, in my younger years, I should say, <laughs> uh, prior, I don't know, 20 years ago or so, Wendy was always good at this because she can... Um, um, keep a level head and it's taken me a, a lot of years to because you never know uh, when you need the politician for something else that you're working on so you can't burn bridges I guess is my point and uh, mm -hmm. I used to burn bri bridges with a with a flamethrower so I've learned over the years to be chill and not to react like a like I'm a maniac so and well, yeah, and I think a lot of other people could learn from that example as well. Um, another really cool story that came out yesterday, this is uh, actually uh, from Leonardo DiCaprio, which uh, we know has done a lot of climate uh, justice work. But um, Papua New Guinea triples marine protected areas. Over 9,000 people from more than 100 indigenous communities helped design the new ocean protections. These efforts resulted in the declaration of over 6,000 square miles of new marine protected areas in New Ireland province. This work demonstrates the impact of community and govern government partnerships in achieving the global 30 by 30 target. So yes, this, this is protecting waters of Papua New Guinea, New Guinea spanning over 6,000 square miles. So do you see what can happen when we listen to our indigenous communities? Yeah, and that made me really think, Haley. Uh, you weren't able to see this uh, because when I was in New York on Long in Long Beach, but there were whales out there, and I've never seen whales before. Uh, I saw all these boats out there, which I never do, and they were out fishing, but also so were, were the whales. And the only way I could see them, and then I saw a, a photographer take some pictures of them. You could see the fin, but I only reason why I knew they were whales is because... Uh, there was, um, you know, they were breathing, and so the water was shooting up, and it was really cool, and you could tell people were watching, uh, watching the whales. There was a big boat out there that wasn't fishing, and people were just watching. Uh, so there's a balance that you're talking about, and I know they're talking about um, putting, um, they're not wind t turbines, but some kind of water turbines out there uh, in the ocean for energy. Mm -hmm. And you mm -hmm. wonder how that's going to affect the whales that are, are going to be around there. So there's big balance that people have to be consider too. That's a great point, you know, and we have Bob Lake on usually um, every Wednesday with us. And Bob's really great. We talk a lot of renewable energy. And I always think about, you know, the waves of, I don't know exactly what they call that, but um, generating the power uh, mm -hmm. through electricity from the ocean waves coming mm -hmm onto the shore and whatnot but yeah you have to realize you know what how is that going to impact the the sea life and our marine you know animals exactly. in that area but hey this is something also i saw so 
the Kansas City Chiefs and Taylor Swift are all over the news. I, I think we all know that. But um, I'm a Swiftie. I'm cool with it. No. Are you? Okay. <laughs> I don't know if I am. So, um, Kansas City. Okay, so this is the Kansas City uh, Indian Center, uh, Heart of American Indian Center. They will be doing a protest um, on November 20th down there in Kansas City at 4 p.m. at Gate 1 at Arrowhead Stadium. Um, at the Kansas City Chiefs Stadium, and um, there will be a bus stop at Gate 1, 4 p.m., November 20th. And they're going to, uh, they're calling for the Kansas City Chiefs to finally do what they painted in their end zone, and uh, that's end racism. So hopefully, hopefully they change that name. Well, exactly. And I think, uh, I've said this story before, but uh, when, the Vikings were playing at U.S. Bank Stadium, uh, Huffington Field. Now, um, that is a uh, a place. Uh, it's a public stadium. It isn't like you know the the others. The Viking Stadium now it's a private stadium, and so there was a big protest when the the Kansas City team was playing the Vikings, and uh, about the about the name and. Uh, it was very interesting. There was two things I, I, I would take note on that, Haley. One is there was a lot of uh, Kansas City Chiefs uh, or dressed up like Chiefs going in there. But the big people that were given uh, our young warriors and spitting on our young warriors were Vikings fans. So let's get over it and all those things. But we're not getting over it. We're still here. We are the seventh generation. And free Leonard Peltier. See you tomorrow. This has been Native Ritz Radio Presents. I'm awake. Would you let animals pick your insurance? Would you experience mayhem to get the best rates? Or how about a celebrity quarterback or fake university saving you money? There's a lot of marketing stunts when it comes to insurance, but what you really need is someone looking out for you. Call Array Insurance, and they will work hard to find you the best insurance coverage and rates. So avoid gimmicks and call Cheryl at Array, 763-504-3067.